0: This is Al Mega, your host today of the Common Crusaders Podcast. I'm also the CEO of Common Crusaders and on the cover capes. Happy Monday, wepa today, folks. We got an Ill, Ill guest, man. This is he's an up-and-coming actor, producer. He's doing some awesome stuff on a real positive vibe on top of that, which is what's great, man. Let me introduce the one and only Corey McCartney, also known as taryn Mac. What's going on,
1: brother? Hey, what's up, dude? For you think me. this is
0: Lucha Libre? You think this is Lucha Libre? Some wrestling joint over here, right, bro? Terry <laughs> Mack. Walking yeah, onto the go. stage. What's up, brother? Thank you. Thank you for joining us today and just ch- chatting a bit about yourself and, and, and what you're up to. Uh, big homie, uh, Van, shout out, uh, sent over something really interesting to me, which was the Sapiens uh, trailer. And I was like, "Ooh, this is so dope. And then you know, in the connection on the you were still working on it in the time that we were setting it up. So and I know you're still working on it, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, bro. And it keeping yeah. busy. But a, a little bit about yourself before we get into all this film stuff, man. You know, where are you from originally?
1: Well, you know, man, I've I grew up in a lot of different places, but I was born um just outside of Kansas City. And okay. um and then I moved around a little bit. My dad was in the military, so we spent uh-huh. time you know, all of, you know, different Air Force bases all over the country, man. You know, oh, I was in wow, six really? different schools up until I was in sixth grade. A school a year, you know, Spent <gasps> oh, some time wow. Texas, California, even Germany. You know what I mean? So.
0: Oh, wow. Really? Interesting. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, Interesting. I, I, there's a couple different cities that I'll claim, you know. <laughs> 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 Several apparently. St. Louis, Kansas City and, and L.A. Those are my three.
0: Hey, what's up? are you doing? Revival What's popping. And uh, all right, so how did you get into our film, man? Because I know with Sapiens, it has kind of a uh, superhero feel to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, were you ever a-, a comic book fan? I mean, especially as a kid, you know, touring around. I mean, what was your fan that kept you, you know, at bay, if you will, as a kid? Because, again, you would taken a different – going to a different school for the first six years of schooling. It's kind of mm-hmm. insane. I mean, how did you deal with that? And uh, what was your outlet?
1: Yeah, a couple of different things, man. Like um... – well, just, you know, being a fan of comic books, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was a huge fan. But I was a fan. You know, I was really into X-Men when I was a kid. Okay. You know, it started out seeing this, the Saturday morning TV show. And then I would start buying the comics just because I would see it on TV. So I was really into Wolverine, you know, the X-Force, um, you know, X-Factor, you know what I mean? And I, and I would, you know, strong guy. And, you know, and I really got into it for a little bit. Um, And then as far as movies go, man, I mean, I would watch movies a lot at my grandmother's house, which was like an escape from me, you know, sanctuary, you know, you know, between her house and a little video store that was near her house. I would watch the same movies every single time, you know what I mean? (laughs) So and I would and I would and I would dive deep into those movies. So I wouldn't say I had like a huge repertoire of films that I was looking at, but the same ones over and over for sure. (laughs)
0: <laughs> gotcha. So you, uh, uh, so all I see is in the future all of those getting remade because you know them so well by now, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty
1: much, pretty much, bro, pretty uh, much.
0: So you say video shop, are we talking a mom and pop type shop, the two dollar rentals, or with a blockbuster?
1: Oh uh, no, mom and pop to do. You know, this was a small dot on the map, like a little country town in southern Missouri. Oh, yeah. And, then, and, you know, we would call it a little Walmart just because, you know, there was, there was no big stores there. But they would have a few videos, stuff that you could rent at this little bitty shop. And uh, they were the same ones every time I would walk in there. well
0: so, yeah. oh, gotcha. So were, were any of those films the one that kind of influenced you and made you say, wow, I could do this better?
1: <laughs> a little or just bit. wowed you? Yeah, it wowed me. I mean, you know, these are films like uh, like Last Action Hero, Terminator 2, Oh, Blood Sport Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 and 2 you know what oh, I mean wow. those are the you know these early 90s type you know from my childhood you know those that's what I was into especially at her house
0: Excellent and, and, and let's get into a little bit more then when was the first time you decided to pick up a camera and or or, or rather get into into Hollywood type you know start acting what was that bug what hit you and when
1: You know um I had a I had a period like during the late 2000s where um, I had a friend that was a musician, a rapper, and he needed some help. And then um, so I was, it started out with, like, hey, man, I can make you a few calls and, and and, you know, maybe book a show here and there. And then it got to a point where it's like, hey, let's make a music video. So I actually I actually uh, made my, produced my first music video back in 2009 um and then you know it was a success and I mean I put a lot of stuff together around St. Louis and you know everybody liked the video it was low budget but nobody was tripping over that um and then I kind of just kind of fell out of it man you know the musician I was working with he didn't really want to do music anymore so as a producer if I don't have the musician to do the videos for then what do I I got nothing you know a couple of years later (laughs) right I'm not like there's nothing to produce so uh, a couple of years later, moved to L.A. Um, for a different job, not in entertainment. And then after four years of living in L.A., I, I I was I was tired of all the questions. Man, are you an actor? Do you work in the entertainment industry? Do you do this? I'm like, oh, man, I don't, don't. But maybe I should, because four years people asking me to do this. You know what I mean? So then yeah. I started um, dabbling into acting, you know, just to kind of get my feet wet, kind of learn about the industry. So, yeah, man, you know, I started taking a couple different acting classes, learned the technique, learned some scene study, and then and then it went from there.
0: So is that just the case in L.A.? If you happen to be in L.A., you're automatically an actor, or producer, someone, somebody thinks.
1: <laughs> I mean, you would think so. Right. Like, I mean, I was <laughs> there for six years and like I went four years without doing anything in, in entertainment. But everyone just assumed that I did, you know.
0: So when you took those initial steps, man, you know, did you find it difficult? Or or did you kind of have it a little bit easier and just found, you know, got involved in the right projects that, you know, called you quickly? Or was it a long waiting process?
1: You know, um, the route that I took, I I feel like was a little difficult because I wanted to take it seriously and I want a foundation. I was a little insecure because I had never taken drama class or I wasn't a theater major or anything like that in college. So um, I researched a little bit and I wanted to learn a technique as far as an acting technique. So I, as I'm researching these techniques, I, 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 I decided to move forward with a technique called Meisner. And Meisner, Meisner is, is um, you know, Sanford Meisner, that's a person. Meisner developed this technique to where, to where you essentially forget about yourself and all of the energy that you put out. Is a reaction from the energy from the other actor, right? So whatever you're giving me, that is what's that is how I'm gonna decide what I what I do, make the decisions that I make as an actor. And I kinda do that in real life. So so I studied Meisner for about six months in the Sanford Meisner Center and it was such a head game, you know. Oh really? And it's it was a two year program. I only lasted for six months, man. You know <laughs> <laughs> I only lasted for six months. But I feel like I got what I needed out of it and I did get the foundation that I was looking for. And then so that was really tough, man. And it was really tough to move away from that class because the instructor, really good guy, very intense. Um and it was just, you know, it was it was tough. So I went from that to a scene study class to where I could really just start acting and not focus so much on the technique, you know.
0: So you think that's important for somebody up, up and coming, you know, want, wants to do that? Should they learn th- those type of methods like that? Is it something you think is very valuable to the process? Oh,
1: absolutely, bro. Like if you, if you as an actor or anyone as an actor, I'm, I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly believe that you should take the time to develop a foundation rooted in a technique. Absolutely. to where something that when you get lost as an actor or you get, um you get confused on what decisions you should make. You can always fall back into a foundation, you know.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So okay, you're doing the acting thing, and then where where does your passion come back from uh for production?
1: Well, you know, I always had I always had this feeling in the back of my mind as an actor that I really just want to be a producer. And okay. I use acting as a tool in order to to facilitate my producer. Side, so you know, I was able to jump into the industry with acting, kind of figured out how it works, excellent, and then uh, started dabbling in in the producer side um, after I moved Kansas City. Actually,
0: <laughs> oh, really? So you, yeah. you, you hit KC, and then once again, you're, you're back on it. Um, I know, uh, so did you get back to it? Uh, Via a, another a short film project or, or how did you get back to once you hit KC? What was that first project?
1: So I moved to Kansas City to take a job, um, not in entertainment, right? And okay. then, you know, I had just started dabbling for two years in L.A., got a couple commercials, did a couple short films and stuff oh, nice. like that.
0: Awesome.
1: And, you know, I was like, I was this. I, I felt like I was on the cusp of really just doing this full time. And then I moved to Kansas City. You know, my family, I got family around your and stuff. Yeah. And I thought it was over, man. And then a, a friend from high school throws out on Facebook, hey, I wrote a script for a movie um, and I want to help get it. I need help getting it made. So anybody, he had a storyboard. He had a lot of stuff already figured out. And I was like, wow. I was like, this is it, man. I'm in Kansas City. Homie of mine from high school wants to make a movie. So I had a meeting with him. He laid out his vision. On, on how he wanted to get this one movie completed, and it was Sapiens, right? Ooh. And, yeah. And, and, you know, so that was that was, we had a first, our first meeting in 2017. We started a film production company, started the nonprofit in order to start this journey to getting Sapiens completed.
0: Is it this one right here? The Face KC? Nonprofit. Yeah,
1: Face KC is the nonprofit. Yep. Beautiful, um,
0: beautiful. Yeah. And then the production is this one, correct?
1: A G A, that's right,
0: man. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's awesome, bro. So, big homie came out. You probably guys are wondering what Sapiens. You know, we got to get into this. I do have questions from other stuff because I know uh, the, the the Belair stuff. Yeah, folks, he was doing some serious Air stuff that has a cool story. Uh, with that, uh, you actually prevented a shooting because of something called not you, not you, but I'm saying just a coincidence how things yeah. turned out to be like. Oh man, we're connected. Let's chill. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but before we get into all that other good stuff, folks, just check out—you know what—Saban is all about. I mean, I- I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I can't wait to see this on the big screen. <laughs> it is time.
1: crush them follow me brothers and sisters to the awakening so artists with powers how many are there he's with me There are others like us, hiding in the shadows. We just have to find them. How are we supposed to unite if we keep fighting each other? ready bro
0: and isn't that the truth homie said y'all ain't ready and it's a fact yo this looks tight man (laughs) love it and and something that obviously caught my eye really quickly is of course the amount of diversity in the film and i'm not 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 just racially but even age-wise You know, you got youngins, old folks, you know, all different colors from all over the rainbow. Awesome, man. So talk about that, putting this film together with your big homie from from high school.
1: Well, you know, that that's the mission and the purpose of the nonprofit and of the film is to, you know, bring people from different demographics, different backgrounds, all different ages, races um, together through art, film and music. You know, getting people together and working with each other where where they never would work with each other otherwise you know so the method in its development the method in film's development is probably the most important part as far as the nonprofit profit side right not even considering the story of the film um but just you know imagine um you know imagine you're looking at a digital map right and and i and i say yo finding all of the African-American community in Kansas City. And then you see dots on the map, dots on the map. And then certain areas, you know, will look like huge globs, right? And then it's like, maybe find me all the Christians, maybe find me all the folks that are 65 and older. And then you see these dots on the map and then you start linking them. And then you figure out how can these two people collaborate as far as delivering something for the film? How can these two people collaborate to get deliver something for the film? And then once you have the film, we call this a digital monument. It's something that you can always look back to and say, yo, we did that together. We did that together. And it's a video, man. It's not going anywhere. It's on the internet. So it's there forever. You know,
0: (laughs) I lost you. There you go. Okay, you know and I'm saying this sounds fantastic, uh, the film, right? And, and, and something that also, I th- which I didn't realize, KC is called Killer City. I mean, is it really that tough out there right now?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, the murder rate's high. You know what I mean? It, it's, uh, you know, Kansas City is breaking its own record for murders every single year for the, like, the last few years. Wow. Um, it's always in the top 10 as far as, um, you know, murders, violence, rape battery, assault, um, Wow! you know, the whole, you know, really the whole center of the country, man, from Detroit, Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City, Memphis, um, all the way down. And it's, you know, it's it's something that it seems like coastal cities have kind of figured out, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of the issues that the coastal cities had in the 90s, you don't really see a lot of those issues now. Yeah. Gang violence and stuff. I mean, you see yeah. it everywhere, but it's not as prevalent as it is in the center of the country at the moment.
0: Wow, wow! What's up, colleague What's up, Hans? <laughs> They're all tuning in yeah. to learn about this awesome film and producer actor right here, man, for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did you find the process to be difficult because of all the all the different uh, personalities and, and cultures you were working with, or, or was it nah, something man. that was seamless?
1: No, nah, it was seamless because it's right Beautiful. up my alley, bro. You know Gosh. what I'm saying? Like, I could see why it would be viewed as difficult, but I was having so much fun with it, man. Beautiful. You know, it was always a reason to get out of the house for the last three years. You see, go see a show, you might find a musician. You know what I mean? Go see a show, you might find a spoken word poet. You might find someone who's just a diamond in the rough, and it's like, man, I got to put this dude in a movie and make him a superhero. That gotcha. is a fun process, and that's something nice. that you know I don't even want to stop, man. You know.
0: <laughs> Great. So you so so has this film kind of reinvigorated your passion, and you want to do more and more?
1: <laughs> man, I I would say yes, but it's more than just this one, you know. Yeah. But this this is you know, it, it, it's something like a pre you know it's it's something like a a three month or three three year long development. You know what I mean? Wow. You know, and it's not over wow. yet. You know, the film's not actually complete. All we have done is the trailer. Um, and and ju-
0: when was the trailer filmed? Was it filmed during the the, the COVID time or no? Oh, the end. It? You
1: know, it was technically still COVID. It was November of last year, so okay. Know, we took every precaution. We had a lot of pro- COVID protocols on set. We you know okay. took the temperature of everybody on set. Everybody was masked up unless you know they were actor. Everybody signed release forms. Everybody gotcha. had I'm curious. sanitizer.
0: <laughs> I'm curious about that process then because, you know, the um, I'm pretty sure you need to get uh, permits and whatnot to film. Does the local government also try to oversee and make sure that everything's safe? Just out of curiosity.
1: Yeah, they do their best. I mean, the Casey, you know, film office here, um, you know, the film commissioner they had a list of COVID guidelines that okay. um, they would like you to abide by. As far as permits and licensing goes, um, there's nothing that's required here, which is which is another oh. reason why it's so nice to to do film productions oh, in Kansas cool. City. Oh, cool.
0: Get out.
1: Yeah, man. You don't have to have uh, permission from the city to go out and turn on the cameras and do what you got to do. Uh, That's wonderful. You have to have permission from the from the business that you're filming in or the property okay. that you're filming in, you know, and the film commission, you know, they help with that, you know, as far as once they find out who you are, they'll write you a letter of support, you know, beautiful. So you can go out.
0: Yeah, I would figure, cause I mean, you're doing an awesome thing here with the nonprofit. So, you know, is any of the local government agencies involved, you know, with you in this, you know, to, to, to help pr- promote what you guys are trying to do?
1: Oh yeah, man. You know, we have letters that well, you know, you know, so we working with the Kansas City Police Department, you know. Um we did a project with them called Disarmed and they were indirectly involved with sapiens as well. We have letters of support from the county executive, uh letters of support from the mayor's office.
0: Well, that's um, awesome, man. Yeah,
1: man. A lot of people want want to see this project succeed.
0: Yeah. You know. Well, we want to see this and a whole lot more succeed. I mean, it, it it's amazing, bro. I mean, not just that because, folks, you know, we're talking safe and sure and, and this process. But homie's been doing stuff because you know, you try to uh, you had kind of a fan fan short of the of Bel Air, for example, mm-hmm. which blew my mind. Guys, you gotta <laughs> peep, you gotta <laughs> peep this Bel Air joint because it was really it's really taking a serious take on the story, kind of. We really get the backdrop story of what happened or will. <laughs> and how he got caught up. I mean, and that basketball scene, is nothing like the, the intro to the old school show, let me tell you. <laughs> there was some scary, <laughs> scary stuff going on there. And apparently, i being taken over by Will. What's that all about? I mean, are we going to get maybe a, a real film version of this?
1: Well, what I do know um, about that project is that it has a two-season order on uh, Peacock TV. Ooh. Yeah. So um, Will Smith himself... Um, along with a lot of the original writers of the original show um, have signed on to the new project. And then the pilot, you know, essentially the trailer that we made here in Kansas City, the writer and director and cinematographer of the pilot, Morgan Cooper, um, he's also an executive producer on on the new show and, and also a writer. So, and he's the director as well
0: so wow nice nice totally blessed up man and you mentioned this song man you know that's a that was a a musical short film you did correct Mm -hmm. and apparently it helped prevent an incident (laughs) a crazy (laughs) incident that i was reading about you know what you want to dig a little bit about that Uh, let us know kind of what transpired in, in, in that
1: yeah man um you know, during during the development of, of Disarmed, which is our approach, you know, we're trying to pull people in from different parts of the city. And obviously the glaring two different sides were, you know, a bunch of people from the African-American community and uh, the boys in blue, right? And they come together and have a discussion, right? And that's what happens in the video. Um, but what people don't realize is, you know, there's different sections of town as far as the African-American community that were coming together as well. You know what I mean? Um, and so what happened was a couple weeks after the shoot, one of the guys from the video shoot was on his way um, to his cousin's house. Right. And he noticed that the car behind him was following him everywhere. He went, he'd make the right turn the car, make a right turn. And he said, Hey guys, a little close to me. So he moved over to the side and lets the car go ahead of him. And then all of a sudden, he realized the car ahead of him was making all the same turns that he was about to make. It's mm-hmm. like crazy, man. So, so then the guy in front at this point gets out of the car, pistol in hand, like, what's up, bro? Are you following me right now? And then he draws his pistol. And he's like, this dude's about to shoot me. And, and then they almost shot at each other. And then they recognize each other from the film Wow. Shoot. Wait, aren't you do aren't you the dude from Disarmed? Yeah, man, that's the aren't you the dude. And then and then they laughed it off, man. Put the guns away and they laughed it off. And they you know, two patrol, like <laughs> lives
0: lost were were saved. Man. Wow. I wouldn't have be laughing, man. I'd be pooping myself. I've already had guns pointed at me. That's enough, man. I don't need none of that more in my life. <laughs> never again.
1: Yeah, never again need that.
0: But yeah, dude, man, that's what wow. happened. Wow. Well, that that's awesome though that they connected through something, and thank goodness we're able to see that, you know, before yeah. those were, were, you know, pressed, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, man. That's awesome, was- man. But, but it's kind of scary, too, I think. I mean, again, you know, so in KC, there is that type of gang life out there like that, similar to a West Coast thing, almost, would you say?
1: Yeah, yeah man. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of, of, of relationships and, and just links to that West coast gang mentality that Ah, you would see in the nineties that filtered over here to Kansas city. You know what I mean? Bloods, Chris, but it's not even like that anymore, man. It's really, it's most of these gang violence instances now between St. Louis and Kansas city, it's just misunderstandings. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just misunderstandings. and, And then the guns come out, you know? So, um, and that, and that was another instance where it was just a misunderstanding. They were on their way almost to the same place, man. Like they, you know, wow. two, they were, they were a few houses down from each other as far as their destinations and where they were going.
0: Wow. Look yeah. at that. Over oh, foolishness. They're about to lose their lives. My goodness. Yeah, Thank man. God for this arm, man. Literally. Right. So <laughs> right. got Seriously, them disarmed. Yes, Seriously, yeah. Seriously disarmed them, which is great. And, um, and what you do for the community is just amazing, man. I mean, uh, Besides Sapiens, like, what else do you have going on with, with you know, Face and, and the... Uh, face KC. Yep. Talk, talk about that, man, because that's a great thing you're doing, again. And, again, anything that puts community together, I'm for it uh, a thousand percent.
1: Oh, yeah, bro. Um, you know, outside of Disarmed and Sapiens, right, uh, we're working on a curriculum called Face KC Academy to where... Um, really? We teach kids how we teach kids kids the basics of filmmaking. Now we're still we're still conceptualizing this, but we do have a curriculum written out um, as far as camera technique and lighting, uh, storytelling, awesome. and, and you know what I mean. Um, actually, matter of fact, yesterday I just got the idea that I wanted to create a rap song around filmmaking. You know, so.
0: Yeah, Yeah. do it, kiddo. Hell yeah, yeah, bro. (laughs) Hey, I got the bug, too. I'll be playing with my stream yards, my podcasting, my vidcasting, and I'm looking at my cameras. I got big homie clap from from Massachusetts all about filmmaking, and we're kind of trying to navigate into this as well because we have our own ideas. So, you know, talking Mm -hmm. to folks like you just fires me up even more, bro, especially that what you're doing, again, involving community the way that you are. I mean, that's blessings, bro. I, I could only see this go keep going up, up, up. Oh, do yeah, a bro. positive thing man
1: a lot of guys um we we're, we're trying to provide opportunities to elevate people's platforms so there's a lot of local artists in town that you know if they had the right camera and the right production in front of them you know their their status would elevate so we're trying to provide those opportunities too by throwing these guys in our films or just having them um help out on the film set and just having them learn you know and paying them for their time you know
0: oh look at that so were any any of the folks involved in sapiens you know uh come from that approach that you're talking about now where maybe the potential kids you want to teach things to
1: absolutely one thousand percent really that's all the people that really nice yeah man we what we did is we found local artists and and asked them that were not actors and ask them if they wanted to be superheroes in a movie, right? So the actual movie itself is artists with powers, and their superpower is derived from the art form that they practice. So for instance, a dancer is can manipulate lightning, or a rapper or a singer can to manipulate fire or ice. And they can, you know, they actually have to engage and practice their art form in order to use their superpowers.
0: Oh okay, you know what I mean? okay. Uh, I know my favorite so, was the homie that came out with the boom box that was so '80s, but then manipulated the sound waves, which was awesome. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's a breaker. I,
1: that's a breaker.
0: Oh, word! Yeah. So breakers manipulate sound waves. I'm sorry,
1: my bad, my bad. That's not a breaker. A breaker is a dancer. That was an amper.
0: An amper.
1: Yeah. So a hype man.
0: So we're talking about a flavor, flavor powers. <laughs>
1: So imagine uh, a DJ. A DJ would be an amper. Okay, a dude that right. carries a boom box can be an amper. These guys take electronics and absorb other super heroes' power, and then they can manipulate it to how they oh, want. Kind of cool. like a DJ in real life, right? When he's sitting there DJing, he's getting the he's getting the energy from the crowd, and then all oh, yeah, sudden, he gives he it right back up. Guys, and he gives it right back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm all about that, man. I'm all over Twitch, shout out like, to Full Blast Radio, DJ, Green Lantern, Chubby Chubb, man. You give them energy, they keep coming at you harder. Right, <laughs> like, right. Oh, I love it. <laughs> i been working in getting too amped, you know. My customers will be like, this guy is too excited to work. It's not the job, it's the music. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. It's the energy, man. Yeah, so we're just literally, we're taking that and literally making it a power in the film.
0: I love yeah. it, man. And I think every artist uh that that enjoys watching comic, you know, the Comic Crusaders podcast and Vecast definitely needs to be watching uh this film. Oh so what's the timetable? What what are we looking at where, where people can actually sit down and watch the complete film?
1: Uh what I'll say is as soon as possible. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the timetable. No, man, okay. you know, we're trying to get the funding, you know, and we don't need okay. a lot for a superhero film, but It's one of those things that we are a nonprofit and the method and and, and the approach as far as the method and its development is the reason why the funding needs to happen. You know, we're taking real community members that have real issues in their community as far as division, violence, you know what I mean? Taking those people and then putting their their work in the film to where they could go back to their communities and then have positive impact, Right. And then we want to measure that impact, right? So like I said, with the dots on the map, right? You got a dot on the map. Show me the worst murder area in Kansas City, right? And then you see like a huge glob. Now bring me an artist right out of there. Bring me an artist out of there. And then who's got, who's really dope and who can we put in this movie, right? Who can we pay to where he goes back or she goes back and then has an influence in that community?
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, man, I hear that. I mean, like a lot of, Young rappers are doing nowadays. They kind of do yeah. that. I mean, with you know, rest in peace. Nipsey, he was doing that. He mm-hmm. he was growing and was giving back to his community. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, they, they took his life too early, man. I can't believe homie had half that lot already, doing things for, right. for the community. It's like, I don't understand, man. I just hope that people see the good of what you're doing, man, and, and awaken oh, to it sure. and, and keep spreading that love and that energy for that sure, we man. need within our communities. I mean, because, yeah, again, that, I, I love seeing... Old folks, young folks, men, women of all types and colors. And just in the, in the trailer you did. I mean, it's like, for me, that's you're speaking to me. <laughs> and thank you for that. Honestly, thank you for that. Because we are not getting a lot of that. Right. Know? Even though the conversations yeah. are out there and they're starting, if you will. But they're still mm-hmm. in the baby step mode, I think. You know, they're like in the toddler mode. Oh, we haven't yeah. gone full speed yet to, to have people openly see these things yeah. and accept it and just be cool with it, you know? Because for me, yeah. I, like you said, you say you've you been all over the world, right? In, in, in essence, you know, through your life. Me, I'm mm-hmm. a New Yorker, straight up, you know, and I'm now in Florida. I grew up in diversity. So when I hear these conversations about diversity, it's like, it's not not normal. But then, you know, obviously, as I got older, I understood that the middle of the country, no, man, like, we're on the edges. Right. The middle ain't for us, apparently. Oh, yeah. And, and they need you- to grow learn more about us you know for sure hey for me this is why i love love talking to everybody and anybody again a new yorker like me growing up in a melting pot this is normal to me but yet when i see it on tv i'm still taken aback like wow they're finally doing it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean have you you ever had that feeling um a feeling of...
0: of of like that you see something on TV and it's like, God damn, finally they're doing something for us or 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 seeing somebody maybe, you know, taking those steps. Like you, you're inspiring me right now, homie. I mean you were <laughs> a person, you know, you're like, I don't know, yeah, I left, I came back, but now I'm in and then you thought bigger, even greater to give back. And I mean again, people like you are the ones that don't get blessed up, you know, big oh, time. Man, well...
1: I hope so, man. Thank you for that. You know, I, but, but no, I see stuff on TV that that makes me have that feeling. Um, you know, for instance, you know, I mean, you know, everybody loved Black Panther, right? There's a certain feel that I got from Black Panther. There's a certain yeah. feeling that I got from Lovecraft Country. There's a certain feeling that I got from Watchmen. You know what I mean? There's, but there, but every single project you see the shortcomings, right? Yeah. And then even with my own projects, I see the shortcomings when I look at them in the past. Like, man, I should have done this, or I should have added this. So you know, I get those feelings, and I get expired, inspired, and then, um, and then you know, working with you know my partners and stuff like that, we try to figure out what was, what were those films missing that yeah. we can add to our film. And then when we get ours completed, somebody else is going to look at it like, oh, well, y'all are missing this, this, and this. So.
0: Of course, and I mean, then we, we can't have handle- going. You can't hit all the points, but, you know, as long as you get it started, that's what's important. Yeah. I mean, Khalid over here talking about commercials that come a long way just now, starting to show biracial relationships in the past five years, which is true. And not just so biracial, true. but even same-sex, you're starting to see, which yeah, you didn't see five years ago at all. You know? So yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, at least it's, – it's funny, right? Commercials seem to have more growth than TV itself. <laughs> <laughs> the TV hey, shows. You know,
1: They know what it sells, you know what I mean? They know exactly yeah. what sells in the commercial world.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, see, now you made me think, okay, are they are only doing it for the sale, bro. Come on, man. I hope they're doing it honestly because it's it's the right thing to do.
1: Well, you need you need you need it all, really. You really yeah. do need it all. You know, you need to do it because it's the right thing to do, and you also need to do it because that's what's going to get you paid. It's it's you got to have everything. If it's, it's a no bonus incentive. Yeah. It, right,
0: right. It's a crazy right. balance, bro. And all right, so let's see. So, you know, saving is going to be off the hook, you know, you do all the, the the organization, you know, uh what else we got? What what's in your personal future? Are you doing any acting gigs outside of your own network, or or what? What's what's up with that? Yeah, you know, man.
1: I mean, you know, I'm always I'm always uh, sending in auditions. You know, what I mean, I'm a commercial actor, so you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was in a, a commercial for Low Boats. You know, what I mean, I oh, hunter, nice. I was a fisherman. You know, so I do a lot of. Uh, you know, Kansas City is is a is a, is a has a pretty decent sized commercial filmmaking community here because oh, there's so many businesses that are located here. They have their headquarters here. Just some of the big ones like T Mobile, H and R Block, AMC Theaters, Black and V Cerner Corporation. There's a wow. lot of big companies here that need commercials. And they hire locally, they hire local crew, they hire regional talent. Um so me as a commercial actor, I can I can jump on set a lot. And I also get some voiceover awesome. stuff. You know, I do a lot of voiceover work and and then, and then here and there, I'll jump in someone's narrative project. You know, they're making a short film. You know, go out and have some fun, meet some people. So yeah, man, I definitely get plenty of work as an
0: actor. <laughs> That's great. Well, Justin, that scene in Safe you you kind of gave me a, a Tobias Whale vibe. <laughs> was, you know, but, but you were a lot more scarier, man. When Homie approaching the desk, you like get him. I'm like, oh shit! Well, I'm, not, I'm not messing. I'm not messing with Corey, bro. <laughs> nah,
1: man, it's just acting, bro. It's just acting, man. I'm big but it's day, like you bro. said,
0: your method. You took that dude's energy and, and then really reflected it back, like in a tone, like, yo, homie is serious.
1: Exactly, man. Exactly. I took That's exactly up. what he gave me. Right, and then I delivered what I what I needed to.
0: So, you know. can I ask, what's your power set in the film? Because I saw a, a quick, brief glimpse of you touching somebody, and they like disintegrated <laughs> or something. What <laughs> happened?
1: <laughs> so, you know, Memnon is not actually my character's name is Memnon. Memnon is not actually a superhero in okay. there. He's he's the main villain, and what he has found, uh-huh. he's found a way to artificially extract power from actual powerful beings in in the Ooh. film. And then he and he uses those powers in an artificial way. Uh, ah. Yeah. So ah. That's, that's the power of Midnight, you know. Gotcha.
0: He a dirty mo. That's what he <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, he's dirty, gotcha. man. He's dirty, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent, though. I love the, the, the visual effects and whatnot that are done throughout it. You know, let, let's shout out that that, that crew right there because just the, the cool special effects were there. I mean, oh, who Bic did Media.
1: that? Bic Media, right out of Kansas City, man. A company really? called Bic Media. B-I-C, Big Media, man. So, those guys hooked it up. You know? Yeah, man, he I like to see when
0: with the stomping on the table and all of a sudden you see the fire. I mean, it was perfectly timed and well done. And I I look at all that because w- I've been watching Pluto TV lately and and they saw a lot of 80s movies, right? So sometimes I was saw them as a kid, so I'm seeing them on Reap, Who Cares? I don't want to download them. I mean, watch them on a streaming, so I'll take care of the commercials. But I'm watching somebody gets hit, you hear the sound three seconds later. Uh, oh man! You know what I'm saying? Uh, or, or, or they get shot, and it, it's worse than the, than the old school kung fu flicks. They're dying for 20 minutes. You know, it's like, oh my god, what horrible acting! How did I think that this was fun back then? Oh my god, this is so bad. But then again, you start thinking it's so bad, it's good. Right. <laughs> you right. Know? What? Okay. Yeah. Before we go, then I got two questions for you. First, what is your greatest all-time cheesiest movie that you even embarrass almost admit you like?
1: Embarrassed to admit, I like, man, let me think about that. Let me think.
0: (laughs) He's too embarrassed.
1: (laughs) No, no, I, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure like people close to me can answer this faster than I could, um, Let me think. I could tell you
0: mine. Uh, 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 Yeah, this is such a horrible movie, but I, Howard the Duck, I love that movie so much. (laughs) It's so horrible, but I love it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I know Khalid is watching. I think he loves that movie. He said Gummo? Oh, Gummo. (laughs) 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 I mentioned Gummo to him the other day. Have you ever
0: seen Gummo? No, what is that? Is that that bad?
1: (laughs) 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 It's, it's, It's a pretty messed up movie. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but you know, I brought it up the other day, Khalid, but. Have you ever seen a movie called Belly?
0: Oh, yeah, Belly, of course.
1: With with DMX and Nod. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: of course, of course.
1: So, there's a scene in that movie where the TV is playing and they're watching a movie, in the movie, yeah. right? And I don't want to repeat everything the kid said, but he's got on these rabbit ears and they're looking at a dead animal and he's like, man, this thing stinks! And it smells like... Right? <laughs> and I don't know if you remember the scene from that movie, but that movie that was playing in Belly was gummo.
0: Oh no, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, the one I'm talking about oh, oh, here goes a horrible one. Oh my god, uh, Samurai Cop from the it's like either late 80s to early 90s. You would see them facing each other, pointing right then, it clips to the villain again, and all of a sudden, the villain is going around the house again, like, huh. What exactly? <laughs> You're like, wait a minute! were not they just facing each other? <laughs> it, was, oh, it, it, is, it is so badly cut. If you want to see a really bad one, they were even making fun of it on Rift Tracks. And my wife okay. can't stand that show, but I was dying because I'm like, wow, these Rift Track guys got this movie down pat. Like, really, it is it is wildly badly cut. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> All right. So the last piece I want to leave people here with is, you know, what is the best piece of advice you would give? people upcoming you know whether it is to to be an actor or producer even if they want to get involved with the community
1: um the first on the filmmaking side um and this is something that which i would have done earlier it's just learn everything man pick up a camera learn how to operate the camera learn lighting you know what i mean learn how to edit you know so you don't always have to go outside your organization to edit um try to be a jack of all trades learn everything and then decide what you want to do you know, I decided I decided my lane in this a little bit later in life, um, whereas if I would have started earlier, I may have taken a different route. You know what I mean? And I may have I may have um, I may have had a better education as far as what's going on on the set. You know, so that would be the first thing. And as far as getting involved in community, it's really just taking action, man. And and, and to stop and stop talking and start doing, you know, Um I get a lot of I get a lot of questions. It's like, how do I do this? How do I do that? It's just like, man, just do it like that's how you do. You do it just to do it. You just stop talking about it. If you have if you have an issue with the cops, you know what I mean? If you have an issue with the cops going down and screaming in their faces is not going to solve that issue. Go knock on the door. Go try to have a meeting with your community interaction officer. Try to have a meeting with the chief. See who, 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 what you can work out as far as what's going on in your community and how you can come up with a with a solution for it. You know, that's just an example. Start doing, you
0: know. You're absolutely yeah. right there. Because I remember one time in the 90s, uh, me and my boys got into trouble. We didn't do anything, though. Again, we was just the, the 90s era, you know. If, if, mm-hmm. if we looked hood, they thought you were hood. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: yeah, so, absolutely. Um,
0: so a couple of my boys got bagged. Uh, me and my other boy got kicked around by cops. I wasn't mm-hmm. having it anymore. So I went to the precinct and I'm doing a speech for 15 minutes in the in the lobby. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. cops then look at me and say, "Okay, you want to join your friends?" I'm like, "I gotta work tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a kid. I'm a kid that you know, 16 shit. If I if I was gonna get locked up, I would rather stay behind jail than face mommy's uh, chancla. You know what I mean? Right, you don't want to right. face uh, put a Puerto Rican flying at you like ninety miles I, I an don't, hour. I don't. Yeah, I
1: don't want to face that at
0: all. I don't even want to touch <laughs> that. You know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's how we grew up too. It was tough, you know. But it's just yeah. again, it's just a matter of being able to talk differently. Like I, I, I learned that. Let me not be an ass when they stop us, and let me just cooperate and kill them with niceness. And it yeah, actually man. worked for me, although I was getting yeah. harassed every weekend in New York. But hey, I, dude, it's, I was getting harassed until my forties. I, I yeah,
1: I, you would probably crazy. still get harassed, man.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's this why I hardly come out. <laughs> right. I'm in Florida yeah. now, though. Over here is a whole different type of beast. Let, let, me, let me not cut anybody off. That's all. <laughs> man, right. It's crazy out here. The Florida man is real, bro. The Florida man. Florida is real. man. You know,
1: hey, you know, one of these days there might be a movie just called Florida man. You know, you
0: know, just yeah. Just watch that. Sh- for, yeah. Yeah, for real, man. I shout out to Visionary Studios over here. That was uh, They that that, that were sharing. You're on. Thank you for, for doing that. Appreciate everybody that was on right now. Now you could follow Corey. I got his Insta right here because he goes by Taron Mac. Wait
1: yeah, before that's we T- go, Taron. Te- Te- that's Taron Te- Te- Mac. All
0: right. So yeah. wh- what's the origin? Just before you go, what's the
1: origin behind that? So you know, I-, I wanted a stage name as an actor, right? So I need I need to have who I am as an actor and who I am as a producer because it's literally some different some different signals firing in my brain. Taron is actually my re- uh, my middle name, so my name's Corey Taron McCartney. Right, uh, Mac is short for McCartney, so it's just a stage name for me as an actor. You know what I mean? When I step on when I step on set as an actor, I'm Taron Mac. If I step on okay. stage as a producer. I'm Corey McCartney.
0: You know. <laughs> uh, oh, I get you. This is me. A uh, in normal life, I'm Alexander Perez, my legal government name. But when I do this, I'm Omega you That's my right. wife.
1: <laughs> I love I it. I hear you, bro.
0: So I get that. I get that split personality joint, you know, keeping the two things separate. I love it. I do the same thing. So again, follow uh follow Corey right here on Instagram. Is there any other places we could follow you other than Insta, or is that your your main? line
1: instagram is is going to be the main one you know i just made my profile uh public a few months ago you know what i mean oh there we go Sorry. oh awesome yeah, man. yeah you gotta start
0: filling up that fan base bro i Hell know and
1: i gotta get it higher you know what I mean?
0: yeah. <laughs> and if you guys want to know everything about the organization that the nonprofit, you know please visit facekc.org and of course check out the production company man agakc right here all right what does aga stand for anything
1: so that's Artis Gracia Artis, which is which is um, which is Latin for art for art's sake.
0: Ooh, getting deep on us with that one. <laughs> nice. I, I didn't
1: come up with it, man. That was my partner, but I, I well, don't really believe into it, you know. Um, you know, if if we don't sell a film or if we don't do anything, at minimum, we we created some art, and that's good enough, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, agreed, man. You did something, right? You know, which is important right. key. Folks, thank you for tuning in today. I'm your host, Al Merga, with the amazing and multi-talented Corey McCartney. Please make sure to visit ComicCrusaders.com, UndercoverCapes.com, and also visit the Google Play Store for our app. iOS is coming soon, I promise. I know I've said that I can't stand Apple, but I know I want to play with the big boys too, so I'm going to get in the the Apple Store too. No worries. So make sure to check it out so you could check out everything Comic Crusaders all in one place. Thank you again, Corey.
1: Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this Comic Crusaders production. For real-time news on all things pop culture, please feel free to follow us on social media. For articles, original content, merchandise, and more, Please go to www.comicrusaders.com. Also follow along with all of the websites of the Comic Crusaders family. As always, if you like this content, please click like and subscribe to the Comic Crusaders YouTube channel.